Hey guys, you have Laura here with Bikini Things. So it is peak week for me. I am competing this week. I can't even believe it. It's been a crazy 12 week prep, 12 and a half week prep. Um, But before I released this week's episode, um, I wanted to kind of put out a caveat. The audio quality is not what I try to deliver with these podcasts. Uh, The content is amazing. The content is amazing. So please bear with it. But we did record this in an upstairs office of a gym. So there's enough background noise from the music. Um, There was a hard time just getting good audio quality. I tried to reduce the background noise, which kind of messes up the voices a little bit. But I promise you the quality of the content and the topic of this episode is amazing, so please bear with it. And I promise you guys, I have so many good episodes coming up. Like I've got an episode on building your tribe. I've got episodes on booty building. I've got episodes on sponsorships, like all kinds of good stuff. I've got more IFBB pros coming on the podcast. So stick with it. It's my peak week. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited and enjoy this week's episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, welcome you guys to the next episode of the Bikini Things podcast. I am really excited for today's episode. I've got some amazing guests here today. I've got Allison Worrell and Randy. Randy, I don't know your last name actually. Emerson. Emerson. Okay, I know your last name. Like what she TV said. Okay, that's one way to think about it. With Modern Body Labs, and you guys just finished your video shoot this morning, yeah. and got some lunch in you, so you're hopefully feeling a little bit revived. Yes. Oh yes. I'm happy to have you guys here, so thank you, thank you for coming on. I know we've been talking about this for a long time. Yes, it's exciting. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to have have you back, Allison, and then also Randy, somebody who started your own supplement company. I thought this would be a really cool topic to discuss just because there are so many people in fitness that have you know business ideas or they want to be an entrepreneur and I think there's a lot of maybe just risk aversion and fear that keeps people from doing it so I just wanted to pick your brain on how did you get started what's your background in bodybuilding for since this is audio only listeners will just have to take my word for it that Randy's pretty swole he knows what he's talking about (laughs) Randy and Allie are both beasts in the gym and and you'll see probably the results of their video shoot and uh, photo shoot from today that we can post along with this episode for sure cool yeah so so yeah for you I mean Randy what's your background in fitness uh I don't know you want me to go all the way back yes absolutely um I was extremely skinny so I, I was uh I was on track yeah, I was a track star, extremely skinny. So, at, even at 18 years old, I was 145 pounds at six foot one. So, you know, extremely skinny. Mm-hmm. I was a runner. I had a passion for that. I loved it. That's what I did. But around 18 years old, I decided I wanted to try and, you know, get some muscle and start working out. So, uh, I'll give you kind of the whole fun story. It's fun to me. But <clears throat> so I bought a bar, uh, just a barbell. Mm-hmm. And it was 20 pounds. I remember one day I was in my bedroom and I was curling it, and my brother came in, who was, who was my older brother, and uh, he wasn't muscular, but he was kind of husky, you know. So he came in, he started making fun of me, telling me, you're never going to have muscle, bro. Like, you know, you're mm-hmm. never going to get big, put it down, <laughs> just mocking me, you know. And um, for some reason, that put a fire in me to prove my brother wrong. Mm-hmm. So... I went to uh, the gym, I got a trainer, you know, this was, gosh, 27 years ago, 
so I've been in this a long time. But I, I went to the gym and I got a trainer that found the biggest trainer I could find because I figure he knows what it feels like, you know, to, to go through it. And um, I started training with him. I trained with him. Sometimes I get the, the times wrong, but I trained, I trained with him, I think, for about six years. And um, five days a week for six years. And he took me from 145 pounds to 270 pounds. Dang. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. And it was crazy because when I went in there, he said, <clears throat> you know, I told him, he said, you're going to have to eat a lot. And I told him, oh, I eat a lot. He's like, you know. No, you don't. So this guy had me eating so much food, I couldn't even believe it. You know, I mean, and I'd have to drink these 32 ounce, you know. And back then, you guys, you know. You guys today are lucky because everyone out there listening, because most of the stuff you drink today tastes good. But when I started 27 years ago, they would add fish oils to the protein, but it was, I oh. mean, you could smell the fish oil. Oh. You know? So you would literally be gagging, <clears throat> you know, making your shake and you would be gagging while you're just mixing oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys have no idea how, how lucky you are nowadays, but... Uh, I just began to eat a lot. I did everything that he told me. I got into it. You know, mm -hmm. I had a passion for it. And uh, what's funny is when I went into the gym, they called me. My nickname was The Worm. And, when, you know, six years later, they called me The Polar Bear. So it's kind of cool to go from The Worm to The Polar Bear. And um, what happened was I fell in love. I fell so much in love with it, I actually quit my job. I was in the sales. I sold print, printed forms. And I, I quit my job and became a trainer. And my trainer became my boss because he became a fitness manager. And so that started everything. I began to uh, train people and work in the gyms. I did that for, like I said, 25 plus years. And the last, this last five years, around five years, I was able to finally open up my own studio. So I opened up my own studio, began to train people in my own place. And I thought that that was kind of where my passion was but I noticed that I began to want to make my own supplements from just for myself mm -hmm. so I was buying raw product off of bulknutrition.com and I was mixing stuff and I was reading every night and so I began to make stuff for myself and what happened was my clients that would come into my studio would see me making a drink and so they would say what is that mm -hmm. and I would tell them oh, I'm just making a pre-workout for myself yeah well I want one <laughs> so that's, me one? yeah that's what happened so i began to make them for my clients here and there and um i had this one of my clients bob bindles he uh i love this guy but he came in one day he owns a, a it's kind of hard to explain but he buys and sells metals so okay bnb metals in hemet california <clears throat> but he came in and he he was trying them out with me just a, a solid guy i love this dude and um Basically, he said, why don't you just start a supplement company? You're really good at this, and you seem to really enjoy it. And I told him, I don't have the capital. You know, I don't have that kind of money. I don't know how to, how to do that. And he just, he just blessed me. He believed in me. He didn't want anything. He helped me start my first product, and I paid him back for it, but he basically helped me get started. And then over the course of, I think, the first year, I paid him back. And just from that one product... It's crazy. I have eight products mm -hmm. coming from the one, just from reinvesting and going out there every day and hitting shops and 
know, trying to be the logo. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and so what was, the, what was the first product that you made? First product I made was called Vicious. I Here have two out. different ones, so people are probably more familiar with Vicious Stim mm -hmm. 2.0, but I started with one called Vicious. And for me, I started with that one because, like I said, I've been working out for 25 years. I'd gone through all the high energy, super high stim, crack kind of products. And for me personally, I was more into pump, clarity of mind. I didn't want to be cracked out. So my very first product was called Vicious, and it was a low stim, high pump product. Yeah. That's amazing. And so I have to imagine, so you said this was eight years ago? This you started was, this? no, so five years ago I opened my studio, and then about, I've had it for about two years, so almost three years ago. Okay, is when you started Modern almost Body Labs. Almost three years ago is when I started okay. Modern Body Labs. Okay. Yeah. That's a, number one. Congratulations. It's awesome. I've I've tried the products. I think they're I think they're great. Um, I am sponsored with Mutant, so I have to <laughs> I have to put that in as a caveat. But no, I've tried all of them. They're great. Thank you. And I guess what I'm curious about is what is that transition of being a personal trainer or full time trainer to running your own business look like? I just imagine there are so many things that you have to learn about, get good at doing that you're not maybe used to doing to yeah. to make that transition successfully yeah it's funny I work I work so much more now so it's funny because my wife says if I only watched your Instagram she's like it looks like you're just having fun all day you know mm -hmm. um, but I'm not I don't put on Instagram you know working in the warehouse and you know, going to the bank and having to go you know I don't post, <laughs> you know I mean nobody yeah. has to see that bank part. selfie yeah it's, it's <laughs> not uh, doing that I don't do that or, you know, I mean, I'm up at night in my warehouse, maybe I'm making uh, sample packets all night, you know, I don't, I'm not going to post that. So uh, the transition was, was, uh, was different because before, you know, I'd schedule clients, I'd go train maybe eight clients a day and then, you know, you're, you're done. Like when you go home, you're, you're done. You're not training anymore. Um, but owning my own supplement company, I just noticed I'm never not, it doesn't ever stop. You know, I might be answering emails in the middle of the night. I might, you know, depending on if it's an urgent, something urgent. Um, so it's a lot more work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more work. And there's a lot of stuff to opening a sup supplement company I don't think people realize. Like, mm -hmm. like just, what? <clears throat> like laws. Um, you can't, like, like, here's something that's just interesting is the, the nutrition facts on your label. There is a approved font. It's one font, and it's approved by... The FDA to be your nutrition facts font. Oh. So if you are creative, you know, and you just use a different font, and you that's your nutrition label, uh, you can get sued for that eventually. Dang. In the beginning, they're not going to mess with you. You don't have money, and they know it. So what they'll do is they'll keep they'll keep files on it, and they'll wait till you get some money, and then they'll come after you. Oh so my gosh! It's kind of like if you're not. If you're not active in trying to figure these things out, you know, mm -hmm. like, eventually you're going to have a problem. Yeah. So that was that was the one blessing I did was I, I have a friend who uh, has a really large company. So I sat down with him and he really helped me think about some things I would never have thought about. So uh, and then I got access to his lawyer. So there's a lot of le like legalities that you don't even mm -hmm. think about yeah. that can come up later. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it sounds pretty lucky for you that you had a resource like that. Yeah, I've been blessed. <laughs> that's great. Um, are there ways for people who maybe 
have similar interests to be an entrepreneur, to start some type of business, can go educate themselves, can figure out some of these these things. Any, yeah, any tips mean, or inside advice on something like that? I'm kind of a weird guy because I think really outside the box. So I'm always just, I'm, I'm never thinking about the one thing. I'm always thinking about like the future, the bigger picture. So like, I, I'm just weird in that sense where if I have an idea, I, I get all the information. I'm trying to think of everything. Um, so that my advice for people would be, I don't know if it's the right way to say it, but to count the cost. You know, count the, the cost of what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Get all the information. Make sure you're prepared fully. Uh, talk to a lawyer, you know, depending on what you're making. Um, you know, if you're, if you're going to start a, a shirt company, mm -hmm. you're not going to deal with a lot of the stuff that I deal with. Yeah, it's a lot simpler. <clears throat> it's a lot simpler. So because I'm involved in food, basically, yeah, um, it makes a lot of things different. Yeah. So. What about opening up a, a training studio? Training like studios that. was pretty simple. Yeah, that was pretty simple. You know, business license, insurance, and, you know, depending on yeah. the building that you get. I was in a nonprofit um, facility. Mm -hmm. So the good thing there was my rent was low because they couldn't make money on it. Oh, okay. So nice. I was blessed. There. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs> Lots of blessings. <laughs> yeah, but a training studio, you know, that's, that's more simple. Basically, business license, make sure that you get insurance. You know, mm -hmm. I do know trainers that start their own training business and they just meet people at the park and they train them and charge them. Mm -hmm. But again, they're not thinking about the bigger picture because if somebody falls and, you know, gets hurt and people do sue, I mean, that's just the reality. Mm -hmm. And you don't have insurance, you've just lost everything. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to have insurance as a trainer. Yeah, get a business license, you know, become an LLC. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the other thing too is make sure you LLC yourself because... If, if they do come after you, they're coming after the LLC. Mm -hmm. So not your personal it's not you personally, personally. right. So yeah. if the FDA, let's say the FDA came after me for a product right now, I might lose my company, but I only lose my company. I don't lose my personal finances, okay. my personal house, my personal car. Yeah. You know. Okay. So that's a, that's a good distinction to, yeah, to yeah. know for yeah, sure. Make sure you become an LLC Yeah. as soon as possible. Yeah. <clears throat> And I just think there's so much of, like, uh, I guess you see it a lot on social media. I think everybody kind of wants to call themselves an entrepreneur nowadays. And, and some people, I think it's more talk. And some people, I think it is a desire to not have a traditional 9-to-5 job and to do something different. And, and I feel like, the, especially in the fitness industry, there's a lot of industry or interest for people to start their own products, equipment, apparel, whatever it is. Yeah. No, I see it all day, like, you know... Sometimes, I'll be honest with you, sometimes it kind of, I don't know, I take it, it personal. Does it <laughs> A little bit, because every page is a CEO, 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 CEO. Um, but when you really go through their profile, they haven't really built anything. Which, and that's not, I'm not trying to kill dreams, because, you know, if you follow mm -hmm. me, I'm like, be the logo, you know, lift each other up. Like, mm -hmm. Let's want. take that back for a second. Yeah. What does be the logo? <laughs> because if you, yeah, know, if you know Modern Body Labs, his tagline is be the logo. What does, or how did you come up with be the logo? Or Because I'm a logo, I consider myself a logo yes. now, but yeah. and I have my own definition of it, but I want to, I mean, you obviously came up with it, and it's part of your 
brand, and um, I think that's how a lot of people know you. Yeah, Be The Logo, um, when I started, I'm a people person, right? So I, I pastor a church. I love people. I, I loved training because I loved what my trainer did for me, and I wanted to do that for other people. So I'm a, I'm a people person. I love people. So when I made my product, there was something in me where I didn't want to make a logo, like a symbol. I just wanted it to be, I guess in my mind, I wanted it to be about people and not a symbol. Mm -hmm. So I had that concept. I didn't have the be the logo concept. I just had the concept of, I don't want a symbol to represent the company. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I put my name on the, like, Randy Emerson's and then whatever that product is. I was trying to make it more about people. So what happened was I was at a booth. I was doing a booth. And this guy came up to the table, and he picked up a bottle, and he's, I, he was looking for something that he couldn't find. Uh -huh. So what are you looking for? And he says, well, I'm looking for your logo. He's like, why don't you have a logo on the bottle? And I said, I don't want a logo to represent my company. I want you to represent my company. Like, it just came out. And he said, what do you mean? I said, You're, I want you to be the logo. I want people to be my logo. And when I said that, I saw something click in this guy's mm -hmm. eyes. You know, he like, he got excited. He was like, oh, you know, it's, I could feel the excitement. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I, I connect with that, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I left there that day just thinking, that's it. You know, I want people to be my logo. You know, I, not so much a symbol. And of course, I've been open three years. You know, we've created some cool stuff. Now we have like our little American flag that's dripping with modern biolabs in it. So I guess, you know, you could call that a logo. But but for me, it's about the people. So, you know, if you go on my Instagram, you see I post, I post people. I post not just athletes, but I post, you know, if someone's out there and they are, getting, are being the logo to me, I'm going to post them. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, this, this person's being the logo. And it's not about um, their body, you know, it really isn't like... I've had people write me and say, how can I be the logo? You know, what kind of shape do I have to be in? And I always write back and say, it's not necessarily about just your body. You know, who are you as a person? You know, what are you accomplishing out there? What are you doing that's bigger than the gym? You know, and um, some of these people come back just with great stories. You mm -hmm. know? Um, I have this one lady, she has a, a special needs son, you know, and she, she lost some weight. And she had wrote me, I don't know, maybe it was a year ago, but she had wrote me about that she really admired the fact that I tried to pull my kids in, you know, and I'm a family guy, but I'm also trying to build a business. And she had said that it inspired her because she was trying to figure out how to, like, kind of be with her son more but still work out. So she started, you know, taking him into the garage with her and kind of trying to get him to work out with her. And now it's beautiful because they'll be riding their bikes together, you know, and she'll post videos and she'll say, like, we're out here being the logo. You know, my son's the oh, logo. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, um, I love that. That's what it's about to me. You know, it's just about people overcoming. Um, you know, it's not about bodybuilding. It's not about bikini. It's not. It's about all of them. It's not about, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it, it's the soccer mom that wanted to lose 30 pounds to feel better about herself. Mm -hmm. that's that's being the logo you know? mm -hmm. she might not ever get on stage she might not ever compete but that doesn't matter to me yeah yeah but that's where be the logo came from and Allie's the logo Allie's definitely the logo <laughs> I'm a logo Allie's, Allie's a beast no and that's what I love about Allie you know because she goes out you know she does seminars she lifts up 
you know, as, especially what I love is that as a little person because, you know, I always tell people if anybody has an excuse in the gym to find an excuse, mm-hmm. like it's Allie because nothing's made for her. Yeah. But she goes in there and says, well, I'm going to figure this out. And I love the fact that she goes and she teaches other people how to modify and overcome those objections. So to me, that's why even like she's the logo to me, you know, mm-hmm. even, even though she, she out angles me. You still keep her around. You still keep her around. No, Allie's, I think Allie's amazing. And um, I would say, you know, you could have not just excuses in the gym, but it's like you could have excuses, complaints about life, being a little person. And that's never your attitude, ever. Um, you know, she's I was last night. Okay. <laughs> but in, ge- but in I wore, general, I like hamstrings. I oh god! Yeah. So working hamstrings and getting up and down off oh, the stool no. is the worst. Yeah. I have a love hate relationship with yeah. that stool, but it's all right. I was cussing at it last time, but it's good. Yeah, but even bigger than that, yeah. your your attitude is is one of one of the best. Fullest. Yeah. You know, I'm thankful to be alive and healthy and have great support from Modern Body Labs and from lots of other you know partnerships that I have and yeah. just the yeah. support I get from them and it just gives me helps me kindle that fire even more yeah no your your attitude and just positivity is is always on point I think um, I like it. you're you know there's so many people out there who I think just get on social media or in talking to them and they're just everything they that comes out of their mouth is a complaint and you're never like that you're no. just positive you're always looking at the bright side you're always looking at how can I work harder? How can I do better? And I think that's, like, to me, kind of that's what, when I hear Be The Logo, yeah. when I heard that, to me, kind of what it meant to me a little bit was be the best version of yourself. Yes. Like, whatever, like strive for more. That is. Yeah, exactly. That is, exactly. It's from me to Ali to you to mm-hmm. someone else. It's yeah. not the same, and it shouldn't be the same. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, it's, I think it's a cool concept, too, because that idea... It can be interpreted a couple different ways. Yeah, it's like yeah. you could you could just interpret it as oh just physically, but it's like there's more than that, and so everyone is kind of free to come up with like what is what does that brand mean to me or what is that what's the significance or the subtext there, and so I think it's kind of a cool way to get in people's heads and yeah, I, I think it makes people stick think, with them. You yeah, know, like, so you have like Nike, right? It says just do it. We all know what that means, so you don't think about it, and it's cool. It's a good tagline popular you know everybody knows it but i wanted one that people ask the question be the logo like that's cool what does it mean mm-hmm. i like that i want people to talk about it you know because um, it's, it's different for different people but a lot of i mean it, everybody gets it right you know i haven't heard someone say like i haven't heard someone say be the logo to me means this and i'm like no that's not <laughs> <laughs> Because Ali's put, put out on her page a few times, like, what is the logo to you? What does the logo mean to Oh, you? that's And right. all the responses, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's cool. That works. They're all different. Yeah, everybody's different. Did you ever get, have you ever gotten any, like, crazy off-the-wall responses? No. No? Not to that question. Yeah. Cool. And I, like, I signed a bikini girl, and what I loved was... I never asked her that question, but we were doing a photo shoot, and they asked her that. Her name's Gwen, mm-hmm. and they asked Gwen, "Hey, what does the logo mean to you?" And she's like, "You know what? I want to be the best mom I can be. I want to be the best uh, girlfriend. You know, I want to be the best athlete. You know, and the, the kind of person that lives." And she just immediately she had this concept, and I'm like, "That's it. 
you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that too, it has to be outside the gym. Like, if you, if your whole life is only the gym, I think that because I've been there before, that that becomes a pretty empty life. Like, everything we learn in the gym, I think we should take outside the gym. Like, you know, perseverance, pushing through hard things, um, spotting people, helping others, like, mm -hmm. inspiring, motivating, motivating, like mm -hmm. all that stuff comes outside the gym. Persistence. Yeah. yeah. And, and even people will talk to me about Ali because everywhere I go, people talk to me about <laughs> They're like, Ali's so awesome, you know. But what I love is, yeah, they'll talk, oh, her shoulders, you know, they'll talk uh -huh. about her body, but then they also say, yeah, you know what, I was going through a hard time, but then I just, I'll open up Ali's page and I'll think, oh my gosh, you know, I get motivated and and it won't be just about the gym. They'll just talk about maybe it's school. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was able to really, you know, push myself back into school because I'm like, how can I, you know, not do this when she's she's doing it, you know? So yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, uh, you know, stuff like that, it puts, puts things in perspective. Or sometimes you just... Um, you know, maybe in you're in a bad mindset and you go to somebody's page who's positive, who has an infectious personality and like Allie and, and it can't help but lift you up and make you feel a little bit better, a little bit more motivated right. about what's going on in your life. I guess funny, I got a lot, nobody knows this, but I got shingles like six weeks ago and I had shingles and I didn't, I never, you won't find that on my Instagram page. Like, yeah. Oh, I got shingles. You know, nobody knew. I patched them up. I, I did what I had to do, got things done. I'd go home and, you know, coat myself in all this stuff, ointments and medicines. and. Uh, but I just figured nobody wants to go on, you know, someone's page and see their, I don't know, their turmoils or trials or problems. You know, I didn't want to put that out there. So... Mm -hmm. I would much rather people find out later and go, oh my God, I didn't even know. Yeah. So yeah, that's the point. Like, you can overcome. Like, I had shingles, but I was still in my truck, smiling, making stupid videos. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that when I was off, you know, I was like, oh, I was grimacing in pain, but that's not what, I don't feel like that's what I want to give to people. You know, I'll, I'll deal with it, and then I'll give you the best part of me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Every once in a while, I'll post something where it is a little bit of a complaint or something, and I always regret sharing stuff like that. Like, I feel like social media can be such a powerful tool, but it should be used for positivity and, and motivation. And, um, you know, it's like, and if you want to share a struggle, I think to your point, just like share it after. You can yeah. reflect on it a little bit. I've, I've seen people's posts say, can you pray for me? I'm going through something. Sure. It doesn't bother sure. me whatsoever. You know, like there's times you reach out and it makes total sense. But I think going back to what you said, there's just some people where like every post or every day you're like, get over yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going wrong in your life today? Yeah, yeah, Let's hear yeah, about yeah. it. Because yeah. <laughs> I know that's what I'm going to get. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's great. And this was sort of a good segue because I definitely did want to ask about you know the concept of the be the logo how you came up with that but in general how do you market the brand how do you market the supplement line like what tools do you use um yeah. what's that looked like over the last three years i didn't have a lot of you know finances for marketing so i literally just got in my truck and drove around and as many shops as i could and I would do booths, just go set up booths and just mm -hmm. try to meet people. Um, 
I you know used Instagram to my full capacity. Mm-hmm. When I now when I first started, Instagram was a little easier, but as they keep adding algorithms, <clears throat> um, it's getting a lot harder for people like me. So, um, like just a quick example, because a lot of people don't know this, but they only show around six to seven percent of your followers now when you post. Mm-hmm. So you know if you have ten thousand followers and you post, ten thousand people do not see that you posted, and they're following you maybe 800 people see your post. So that's making it harder for people like me that, you know, we're using Instagram to get my brand out there. Mm-hmm. So, but I just figured I could sit, I do complain about it, but um, instead of just sitting there complaining about it, I try to figure out ways around it. Okay, maybe I need to be on more media platforms than just Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I, um, I talked to my IT guy about our affiliate program we just started. So now we're getting affiliates that are... Awesome. You know, so that kind Very of... Very cool. Expand yeah. Expand reach. And, yeah. Um, really, it, it, it was just hard work. You know, it's just getting out there. There's, I have a couple friends who started sub-companies, and I think they really thought, I made something, and not everybody's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Not, I made something, but I have to get out there now, you mm-hmm. know, get it into people's hands, uh-huh. you know? Why your brand? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, obviously, we connected in a show we met and mailed me some products to try. I really liked the products; they worked. I believe in products that I promote, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and obviously that's how we met. And then he gave me the opportunity, um, you know, to be part of the team. And so, I've been August. I think was a year. Yeah. Yeah. August was a year. We will. We met at Redondo. Not Redondo no. Beach. It was Muscle Contest. What city was it? No, we didn't. We did. It was Muscle Contest. <laughs> oh, MPC West Coast. MPC West Coast. Okay. Oh, right. That she competed in? I competed yeah, in. She competed in it. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was funny because I we had both went to the same the same guy like for massage therapy. Mm-hmm. And he, he had said to me, you got to see this girl's shoulders because I have you know, big shoulders. Mm-hmm. And he, he had told me about her. But I think he had told her about my shoulders or something. And uh, so I was at that show and I had a booth and my wife texted me or called me and she said, there's a, a lady here. She said she's not leaving until she meets you. So because I have persistence. There you go. There you go. Because even, even at the show, I was I was waiting for people to come to my booth. You know, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to go out and like, get people. Uh-huh. So I was out walking around. So I came back and, and Ali was there. So that's when I got to meet her. And so I knew she was because mm-hmm. the, shoulder, the, the shoulders was so funny. And uh, <laughs> so we took a little picture together trying to pop our shoulders out. But yeah, that's where I met her. And then from there, I just said, you know what? I really want her to try my products. I want her opinion on these products. And so I just sent her some and she liked it. So Yeah. Good. And that's a cool thing too. And Randy hasn't really talked about it. And if you know supplements, I mean, there's tons out there. You can try different flavors, different things, different that. Um, but, again, back to his label. His label is clean. Like, everything that's listed is what you're, like, taking. And there's no hidden blends. There's no hidden, you know, some some of the cup supplement companies out there will put, like, a blend. And it's three, 400 milligrams. Well, what's in that blend? You yeah, don't know. How, much, how much of each. You don't know how yeah. much of each or any yeah. of that. And so that's one thing that I was like, I really like that because... I want to know, I mean, just like supplements and food and everything else, that's fuel for my body, and I want to know what I'm putting in my body. I want to live a long time. I don't want to, 
you know, if you put in junk, junk in, junk out. Yeah. And same thing. Is 100%. Just like, you know, yeah. use that like for a car. Put in yeah. crappy gas. You don't go far. Yeah, you don't put you don't put vegetable oil in your right. car, do you? Right. <laughs> so and that was one thing that I really liked about the you know when I got the products. And obviously, over the last year, it's evolved with more stuff coming out. And you know, I, there's other. He has one of the supplements I take every day is thermogenic, and I just I even take it for pre workout. And mm-hmm. um, you know, just being involved in that up front is you know it's been fun and getting to see everything and the new products come out and the line get bigger and absolutely you know, yeah all the different more stores picking it up for you know and selling it and people across the country selling it i know i'm being an advocate i do a lot of instagram lives while i do cardio and i know i've had people that were followers from all over the you know people in the united states that i don't even know that are buying the product now because you know they're like oh well, they're connecting they're connecting and like i said i'm gonna only promote stuff that I believe in. I'm not going to promote something that I don't believe in or that I don't take or that I don't try because I don't want to put somebody up, oh, well, she tried it and it's not doing that for me. And, you know, obviously, I'm not a lawyer. I can't tell you exactly what to do or what to take and, you know, the amounts to take But because everybody's different. But it's definitely, um, you know, I like to, I believe in it. Yeah. And, and it's and it's stressful, I think, as a consumer when you're trying to read the nutrition labels. It is if you don't know. And you don't reading. and you don't know like some or of them simple enough. You're just trying to figure out how much caffeine is in it, and yeah, you can't okay. figure out how much caffeine yeah. is it. It's like, come on, am I gonna freak out and have my hands start shaking and feel like my heart is beating out of my chest, or or can I take this pre workout? Um, so definitely appreciate that the ingredients are listed on that, there. That came out of because, like I said, I was in the gym. 25, seven years, you know, working out. So I was buying supplements like crazy. And I would buy these supplements that said they had a certain ingredient that I knew would do something. Mm-hmm. And I would take it and nothing would happen. So, and it took me years and thousands of dollars to figure out it's because they, you know, maybe they put one milligram of that. Whereas oh. maybe it's an entire gram that's going to actually work in your body. Yeah. So, when I created my own line, I thought, man, I'm not going to do that, you know. One, it keeps you from being shady, you know. Um, because that's what some, com- some sub companies can do is they'll say, okay, people like, let's say, nitrosaging for a pump. Mm-hmm. So put one milligram and then we'll put it on the label because it's in there. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, people are going to buy it. They go, oh, wow, it has this in there and I want that, but it's not enough to do anything. Yeah. So I wanted, you know, to have a clear label that, hey, yeah, I put it in there, but I put the effective dose in there. Yeah. I put enough in there. What you're getting is quality, you know. Um, no, nothing hidden. It's all there. So. And I could be wrong about this, but for supplements, there's no regulation on labeling in terms of if you put, you know, one milligram of something in there, there's nothing where the FDA will say, oh, no, you can't splash that over the cover of the product and yeah, say that no, it contains not, this. The yeah, way, it's not regulated. Um, like, my understanding is that supplements are definitely regulated somewhat differently than food products. Like, the way, the way food, you know, for example, like, low fat on a food label means something. Like, it means it's, you know, one-third right. less than the regular version or right. something like that. There is a legally binding terminology there. But with supplements, I don't think no, that there's yeah, a no, similar... supplements, that's the, that's the crazy part is, is let's say it's, or let's say it's beta-alanine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain rules, but those rules really aren't about the FDA, it's about who maybe owns the ingredient, so that's another topic, but 
uh, beta alanine, you know, you could put that in your product and put, like I said, one milligram, maybe, uh, you know, 3.2 grams is the effective dose. Mm -hmm. But you could put one milligram and then put it in a proprietary blend uh -huh. and then just say it's in there. Like you said, you can yeah. splash it all over the label, even though you're really completely misleading the people because there's not, essentially there's not any in there mm -hmm. that's going to do anything for yeah. you. So um, it is kind of, you know, it can get shady. Um, you could also go to plants, right, that will manufacture for you that are not regulated. Mm -hmm. The problem, and I don't do that because the problem there is eventually, eventually someone's getting sued. Mm -hmm. because you do at least have to have in your product what you say is in the product. Okay. It has to be in there. Okay. So um, I use a GMP facility. So I basically use a facility that pays the FDA to regulate them. The okay. Easiest way to say it. So I, I spend a little bit more money to make my products, but I have the security in knowing that I'm never getting sued. You know, no one's ever going to test my product and say, hey, this mm -hmm. is complete. You know, this is mm -hmm. all fillers, what happened? So, yeah. Um, I think that's important, too, is knowing when you buy supplements, you know, who's the manufacturer? Like, is this in a facility that's GMP? Yeah. You know, or is it not? And most of the reputable companies are are doing that. Mm -hmm. But you do get some guys that come up and they say, hey, I can save, you know, a few dollars a bottle if I go to this plant that doesn't regulate themselves. Yeah. Um, but then you don't really know what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know the quality, and it's like you have maybe the thought in the back of your mind, it's like, could one day I lose my business over this, or, you know. Right. Um, I don't think it was talked about as much, or I think they're just as big enough of a brand, but I think, I don't know if this was that situation, but, like, Lenny's and Larry's got busted for not having protein in their cookies and they had to completely reformulate their cookies like a year or two ago yeah. because they got tested and it turned out hey right <laughs> there, are, there are all these things that were not in there um, or were in there that weren't supposed to be no and that's and that was you know i wanted to do it anyway because of my names on the bottle i wanted mm -hmm. quality but there was that fear of you know because i'm not literally standing in there making it you know? yeah i was like how can i at least make sure that who's making it is making it right yeah. because that is the fear you know five years later someone tests your product and says this has never had beta alanine in it you know because mm -hmm. uh, you lose everything at that point so absolutely it's important you know it's important to know where you're getting the product and who make you know who's making it yeah i think it's i think it's important to do things the, the right way so that's it's huge how do you actually go about developing the blends are you looking for clinical effective doses of every active ingredient that you're putting in or how do you do you kind of brainstorm or just I know some of them you know for example like vicious you have a couple versions of that are you taking one product and then developing it based off of um, maybe an original formulation or what does that process look like uh, I'm kind of just a creative guy so <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do is, is so I get to try all the all the um, science experiments uh, well so <laughs> some of them she might this week, though. I have this some stuff coming this week. Nice. I'm really creative, and I really love working out. I do it myself. You know, um, That's another thing is there's, there are sub-companies, a lot of them are, uh, whoever owns the company, they might not ever work out. They just start a sub-company as a business where I like, I like companies like mine or even like Aspire, you know, where 
where the owner is an athlete that actually takes pride in it. Yeah. I think that matters. Um, but I'm very creative. So what I do is I will literally look up effective doses on Google, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll just look up effective doses of stuff. Yeah. Then what I do is I order the raw product. I order the raw amounts and I start playing with it. So um, if it's a pump product, I'll say, okay, what is an uh, effective dose of citrulline malate to create a pump? Okay, six grams is an effective dose. So I'm going to put six grams in, in the cup, right? Uh, but then I want to... If I'm going to get a pump, I want to keep the pump. So I'm going to get something like Elnor Valine. But I'm going to want the effective dose, right? Because 10 milligrams won't do anything, but 200 milligrams will. So mm -hmm. I'll mix that in there. And so that's basically how I do it is I, I create a formula that I believe in, that I think will work. I know that doses are effective. Mm -hmm. So then what I do is I, I mix it and I drink it and I work out on it for a week or two. And I just keep trying it. Mm -hmm. um, if the pumps aren't quite good enough, I try to figure out why. Like, why is this not giving me mm -hmm. a pump? It should. These are effective doses. So it might take me on rabbit trails on Google, reading medical journals. Uh -huh. You know, just I think I find that kind of stuff fun. And I might find some guy that says, you know, hey, if you add pine bark extract, you know, it's going to help the Elmer Valian or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I'll throw that in there, you know. And basically what happens is when I like it, the pump is great. You know, I feel great on it. Then I'll give it to a few of my athletes. Mm -hmm. um, they'll take it for a few days and their feedback. Mm -hmm. I love it. The pump is insane. Mm -hmm. And then I say, okay, well, this is my product. You know? So that's how I do it. I basically just trial and error. I take it myself. Awesome. You know, play around with it. Do you ever set, because um, I know you talked about earlier, kind of having a bigger picture in mind or planning for the future do you do you ever go about developing the products where you're sitting back and saying okay this year I want to develop you know a pump product I want to develop a new pre-workout I want to develop a BCAA or is it just kind of more you know comes and goes like whatever whatever you're feeling creatively no, there was a plan like when I first started I wanted to make like the top five or six products that people actually take okay you know, there's also being smart as a businessman, you know? Yeah, yeah. There, there's some stuff I want to make because I just believe in it. Mm -hmm. But I know that it's probably not something I should start with just because it's not going to sell really well at first. A lot of it is education. So I'll give you an example. Like I have a product called Do Not Take This. Mm -hmm. It is just pure, <laughs> cheap. Crack. I know that one. <laughs> it's cheap crack skin. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Um, and I had some people call me out, and I'm like, oh, why are you making this? So I only made it because of the emails. Mm -hmm. I literally got, I was getting inundated with emails. I want cheap crack. So as a businessman, obviously, I'm going to say, hey, well, okay, I don't want to take this product. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't personally like it. This isn't what I would call healthy, but there's a lot of people that really want this product. So that can help me fund making other products I really do believe in. So mm -hmm. the funny part is the way I market it because I'm very honest with it. You know, when I'm at booths, I don't tell people this is the most amazing pre, it's so good for you. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I tell them, well, this is crack, you know, and I'm just very honest about it. And I tell them I just make it because there's, we, we joke, but we call them crackheads. You know, there's crackheads in the gym that this is what they want, so I made it for them. But, but there is a plan, you know, I wanted to make it first, okay, Everybody loves pre-workout. Mm -hmm. Everybody was drinking BCAAs. You know, everybody wants a good pump. So I had a plan on, okay, these are, these are like my top five that I know will sell. 
I, I take them myself. I really like these products. But, and then there's like stuff like do not take this. This can help me, you know, just get some money into the company. But at the same time, I want to be very honest about what it is, you know. Yeah. Okay, okay, here's what it is, but, but you wanted it. Um, but I do have a plan. There are products I want to make that uh, I believe in because of, of the health reasons. You know, uh, like I want to I want to make some CBD products because I believe nice. in CBD. Nice. Very cool. Um, you know, so there are, I do have a plan, mm -hmm. but in the beginning, it's like you kind of have to set yourself up. Like I said, count the cost. Mm -hmm. um, there are certain things I wanted to make, like adrenal, I want to make an adrenal cleanse product. Okay. everybody's frying their adrenal glands. Yeah. Bikini girls need that. <laughs> everybody's Everybody, adrenal really. glands are fried. So yeah. I want to make an adrenal gland product. Mm -hmm. The problem is education. That's not going to, that's not like I'm going to, if I made that, it's going to fly off the shelves. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a lot of education. So starting off with it might not be the smartest thing, mm -hmm. but it is where I want to go. Yeah. I do want to go with Modern Body Labs where we have a line of products that are extremely good for you, heal your body, you know, uh, but I have a plan on getting there. Yeah, so. yeah, no, that sounds like a great one for competitors. I mean, I think just by the time you're done, you're done with that, and um, caffeine, people who are crackheads, like all of that, just the stress of work and daily life, I yeah. think a lot more people are probably suffering from that and maybe don't realize it or, you know, suffering from it and, and could benefit from a product like that. No, and they will, and you know, not to name names, but even even energy drinks right now. I won't say the name, but I mean, they're pushing 400 milligrams of caffeine yeah. in an energy drink. So yeah, yeah. People are drink. I'm seeing people drink three or four of them. Yeah, and, <laughs> yes. You know, and the pre-workout. So when you're taking, you know, 2,000 milligrams a day of caffeine, I promise you, your adrenal glands are completely blown. How much? 2,000. 2, okay. I thought you said 200 for a second. People, I was like... You know, but, <laughs> like his thermogenic fat burner is only 100 milligrams of caffeine. So I take that, add a little put a pump to it. It's a perfect... It puts me right in that zone. Yeah. And it's not loaded with caffeine and I don't get the jitters. I don't... Yeah. But it also because there's agents in it that make you sweat. So it helps me sweat while I'm working out. And uh, hopefully I'm burning some fat. Yeah. <laughs> you look like it. <laughs> yeah, Ali, you're like you're perma shredded. Like you always have a six pack. Your arms are always jacked, and I think everyone is just waiting for you to compete again at this oh, point. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. In fact, everyone, every, it's funny because like today we're doing that video before mm -hmm. this, and she's like, "I don't want to take my shirt off. I'm not feeling like." It's like I look bloated. I have holding water. <laughs> I am. And wait, wait till you guys see the video because. She takes off her shirt, and everyone's like, oh, my God, you know, she's all big, ripped, cut, you know. I'm excited. We'll definitely have to, um, if, if the video's out in time or if there's some links I can post, I'll definitely post them on the webpage cool. with the podcast so so we can everyone can see what we're talking about. But, um, but everybody thinks she's, like, a week out from competing all the time. That's because she looks like yeah. it. That's everybody yeah. they're like, oh, is she competing in a couple weeks? No. No. <laughs> No, but I mean, Ali. Twenty nineteen. I always say this too. I've told Come back. Yeah, I've told so many people this. Like, you were so helpful for me this year in my off season because my off season, I ate super clean, um, and it was really tough. Like, I wasn't eating just you know mountains of calories. I was eating really, really clean, and it kind of forced me to think about bodybuilding as my lifestyle and not 
okay, you're in prep, you're dieting, you're almost, you know, some girls maybe are crash dieting for a show, and then off-season is just a free-for-all of eating and drinking whatever you want. And being friends with Allie, you know, somebody who just eats healthy all the time and is just taking the time to grow and build muscle and eat healthy, it kind of just showed me, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is the right way to do it. This is a lifestyle. This isn't just, okay, crash diet and then feeding frenzy. And and so it was hugely helpful for me just to be around you and <laughs> have a good friend Yay. who was also living that fitness lifestyle. That's yeah. true because there's a lot of yo-yo, like, mm-hmm. big time. Big time in this industry. And I'm guilty of it, you know. When I met Allie, every, I don't know, every, every time I meet up with Allie or, like, she comes to a booth or something... Mm-hmm. And it's like time to eat. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna walk over to Del Taco. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I brought. She always pulls out her food. And uh-huh. It's always perfect and healthy. Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. Beef and rice. rice. Yeah. The thing too about oh, I don't want to get into the diet thing, but I mean, <laughs> gotta make it simple. I've had complicated diets, and I think it burned me out. And now I'm, I've got things dialed in right now. Where it's simple, and that's why I like it. Yeah. I think that's just how. I mean, I live a crazy, crazy week, day, everything, yeah. you know, and have lots to do. And well, so you put, the, you put the effort into meal prep, and then the rest of your week is easy because right. you've already put in the effort. And, um, like, for me, if I want to do something that's more fancy, like, if I want fancier meals, it's like, yeah, I'll spice up my meal prep. Like, maybe I'll make Mediterranean-style chicken and, you know, Mediterranean-style, like, rice or quinoa or something and use more, like, fresh herbs, but it's still meal prep. Um, just for some variety, but watching you only have cheat meals like every couple of weeks, it kind of helped me reframe my mindset on, you know, good what a, what a good diet looks like. Every morning <laughs> when I'm eating my my cinnamon donut bites from Delta, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I think about what Allie's eating for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably I tell you my secret. It's probably tilapia on a rice cake. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's when I knew I, I was like I was like okay I can I can call myself a bodybuilder now I texted her one day because last year last year at Olympia she was eating cold tilapia on a rice cake on the way back from City Athletic Club and then probably like a few months later I'm at my desk at work at like 9 a.m. eating tilapia on a rice cake and I text her I was like Allie I made it. <laughs> yes that's Jay Cutler's status right there yeah, yeah I think but, he eats a lot of tilapia. Yeah, at the time I thought it was gross, and then and then one day you're doing it, and <laughs> you never know. But um, now back to I do want to um, talk about the products a little bit more. I mean, back to your earlier point. Um, one thing I've noticed, and I know you guys have done demos at OC Discount. That's actually how yeah, you and I first met, and and then there was one time where all three of us were there, which was a ton of fun. Um, you know, I'll watch people come in and they'll drink energy drinks all day. They'll come in at night you know, 8 o'clock at night drinking an energy drink with three, 400 milligrams of caffeine before they go work out. And that's maybe their third or fourth one in the day. And yeah, I just think sometimes, especially the product, do not take this. It's almost a little bit of ironic, you know, the the naming. And it's like a little bit, in my mind, it's kind of like a winky product. Like, we know this is absurd, but people want this. And the trend in pre-workouts has been just more stim, more caffeine, more everything. So... Here you go. Yeah, it's a. I call it a novelty product. It's mm-hmm. a novelty product. I mean, mm-hmm. It does what it does. It's it's it is a high stem, so it is what it is. But it's a. No, it's, for me, it's a novelty. You know, I had a guy tell me, "Oh, you're using reverse psychology." The funny part is, I really wasn't thinking reverse psychology. 
when I made the name, I really was saying, don't take this, like, you know. <laughs> and, uh, take this literally, don't take yeah. it. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, it's like, and it's this tiny little it's bottle too, compared compared to. I haven't seen a scoop. Yeah, a, a scoop is because yeah. it's just pure, you know, just stem. Stems are are not voluminous, you know. Think okay. Like caffeine, you know, four hundred milligrams. Yeah. It's gonna affect you, whereas, like I said, you need six thousand milligrams of citrulline. Sure, so, or you so know, three thousand of yeah, beta alanine, or, or if you have yeah. a, a pre workout that has. Even like Vicious that has pump also, that's when the scoop gets bigger. Mm -hmm. But when you make something that's that's just thin, I mean, the, the scoop's like the size of the tip of my pinky. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and it's it will knock you. <laughs> it'll knock you into next Tuesday, man. It's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, it's definitely not for me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm caffeine sensitive. Do not no. take this. Uh -uh. One thing I'm curious about, how do you do, how do, you do the flavorings for all your, your formulations? How it used to be, which is changing. Uh, how it used to be was I would because my flavoring company is in Georgia, so I would I would call them and say this is my thought, basically mm -hmm. what I want it to taste like. They would send me samples, and then I would taste it, and then I would call them and tell them, whatever it's too bitter, mm -hmm. I want it sweeter, mm -hmm. can it mix better, it's kind of grainy, you know. Okay. So it was kind of a hard long process because I'm waiting a week in between to get the next, you know, stuff to try. Yeah. Now I have a flavoring company that's in Vista, which is about an hour from my house. Okay. So we'll, we'll you actually, go there. Yeah, I'll literally go there. We'll set up a meeting. I'll go in there. I'll meet with the chemist, the flavor guy, and we will be there maybe 30 minutes because we can instantly change it as we're talking. Oh, nice. Yeah. And okay. So we can play with it right there. And they say, you know, usually 20, 30 minutes, you know, you've tasted 50 different versions and you're like, this is the one. Awesome. Um, so our flavoring, I think, is even going to get better just because it's so hands-on. Very know? cool. And I'm excited for that because, like, Ali, I want my athletes involved. Mm -hmm. you know? So knowing that she could meet me there, like, hey, let's yeah. make dishes today. Oh, know? gosh, that'd be but, so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for that. You know? Yeah. And that, that's the other thing, too, about my athletes Every single athlete I have was taking the product before becoming an athlete. Nice. Yeah, I don't have anybody mm -hmm. that I just sponsored, mm -hmm. just randomly sponsored that didn't know Modern Body Labs. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep it that way. I've had, I have people DM me all the time, you know, I have whatever, 30,000 followers sponsor me. And my response to them is all right, but I could say, oh, which one of my products is your favorite? You know, mm -hmm. you're taking. And mm -hmm. the response, oh, I haven't tried them yet. Immediately, I just say, oh, we'll check back with this next year because I don't want someone repping my company that doesn't actually, like, you know, hasn't actually it Hasn't tried even tried it, yeah. 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 You have to believe in it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want them, I want, I want, you know, people to know that. I want them to know that my athletes actually like the product, you know, they... They took it before they were sponsored. Absolutely. You know? It's just the, the feedback comes from such a genuine place. Yeah. I think when you're when you're already engaging with the brand you like, you're taking something you like, it's that much easier to talk about right. why it's awesome. Right. Yeah. And I don't fault, you know, the, the people that are contacting me, I don't fault them for it. They're they're doing their thing to try to get out there, and that's Yeah. Great. But just for me personally, for my company, if I'm going to say, you know, be the logo... Mm -hmm. I don't want it, you know, I want it to be as genuine as possible. There's five athletes, right? There's five mm -hmm. of us? Yeah, we only have five. Are they all here in Southern California? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually. Nice. 
Well, and that's part of it too. That like I knew, you know, I've known these people, um, like Kreckenberg, Steve Kreckenberg, our bodybuilder. I've known him for ten years. Oh, so cool. you know, in yeah. the gym, working out with them. Yeah. We actually worked at a gym for two years together, and then we both traveled and preached and stuff you mm -hmm. know, across the world. So yeah. There was already a relationship there where I said, "Hey, you know, I'm starting a company. So I want to try it." You mm -hmm. know. And so he was. He liked Uncle Ross. He was taking a ton of Uncle Ross and loving it. And um, you know, so then of course one day I'm like, "Well, I should just sponsor you. You, know? you already take the products." So. Um, that's how every one of my athletes happens. Super Z, we call him, Ziad. He actually goes to my gym. Mm -hmm. So I was giving him samples, and I think he was one of the first people to try slap caps when they came out. Mm -hmm. So he's running up to me every day, oh my God, I love these slap mm -hmm. caps, you know. So that's how I pick my athletes, and that's why I don't have like 20 or 30. Yeah. I don't really want my, my sponsored athlete team to be huge. I want it to be a small group of genuine people that I can actually talk to and meet up with. Go yeah. To, go to their shows. Yeah. You know, when at, like when Ali competes, I'll be in the front row screaming like a little girl. Yeah. yeah. I'll be I'll be right next to you. <laughs> Maybe we can make like a cutout of her face or something. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a Southern California show, but I'll follow you. I'll follow you to Texas if I have to to watch you compete. Texas, that's a good one. There you go. Yeah. Look it up stores in Texas. Yeah. There you go. So, so for the next, you know, year, couple years, what is what is growth of the brand look like for you too? And, um, you know, how do you see? I know the affiliate program you said is a new thing that you're you're doing, but beyond that, like, what do you what do you see for yourself, or how do you plan for I'm, growing your business? I'm talking with a like a distribution company. And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to, there's pros and cons to it. Um, you kind of lose, you don't lose control, but it's the easiest way to say it is you, you feel like you lose control when you do distribution because other people are out there representing your brand, you know, and that's good and bad. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, it's good if there's already a network of shops. So let's say, you know, right now I've grown this as much as I can by myself going to all my shops, you know, I deliver to most of my shops, uh, I'm always out there, but I can't keep doing that, like, so, like, if, if my shops double tomorrow, there's no way physically possible I could do that, mm -hmm. so, I am talking to, to a company where they would begin to do a lot of that work for me, and okay. that would grow me greatly, mm -hmm. actually, and extremely fast, mm -hmm. so, again, though, it's, 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 Trying to use some wisdom at the same time because I don't want to grow too fast. Yeah. Kind of like be stuck. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm trying to answer it the best way I can, but I have plans and I'm talking with this great company. And I think that what you'll see next year is we're, we're going to be in a lot more stores a lot faster. And that will help grow the brand. Um, my other goal too is, is, is to pull out of being so much the sales guy where I have to go to the shops and close mm -hmm. the shops to where I can, what we're saying is be the logo, where I can go and make videos with Ali, mm -hmm. you know, meet up with my athletes, make videos, have fun, work out with them, go to their shows, do more expos, you know, do more yeah. booths, like just yeah. being out there, having fun and, and talking and connecting with people, educating people on our, like our products. Uh, I really want to educate people on 
you know, like, like adrenal cleansing, you know, stuff that is not typical for a sub company. Mm-hmm. I really want to be out there just doing a lot of that kind of stuff and having fun. Um, so, so, you know, those are my goals. That's what we're setting up. I think that's what you'll see. Very cool. Up. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think the last, the last question I have kind of for the two of you, um, you're both very busy people, um, both hitting it hard in the gym. Al, you have a full-time job. You run this amazing Facebook support group for little people. Randy, I know you're a minister also on top of doing all this. How do you guys find balance? How do you find enough time in the day? <laughs> you're both like, I've got, I've got, a, you know, really wide there, but yeah. How do you make it all work? I just thank God for a calendar, <laughs> no calendar and just, um, you know, Kind of look at my weeks ahead and making setting priorities and what I need to accomplish and it's what I always tell everybody. I always try try and hit like small goals and ultimate goals and obviously I have a regular job that I have to factor in that I have to give you know a hundred percent to and um, you know obviously I want to take care of myself as well. So it's just prioritizing, main you know preparing, um, just everything kind of in general and you know obviously too just the people I work with or if I get in a bind they're understanding and you know but obviously I like to be busy um otherwise you're very hard working yeah yeah and I like to you know I give it a hundred try and give it a hundred percent and and if not more whenever I'm trying to do something and you know it's funny because everybody thinks I spend hours and hours in the gym and I'm like I only train for 50 minutes they're like, that's it? Yeah. At night. Yeah. I set <laughs> well, the you timer. do cardio in the morning, too. I do cardio too. in the morning. You do cardio in the morning. When I'm at night, and I train mm-hmm. at night, everyone thinks that I'm training and lifting weights for two yeah. hours. Yeah. And I know. And that's the thing, too, with social media. Mm-hmm. I make post something, but it may be posted, like, two or three hours yeah. later. Yeah. They think it's instant that I'm there, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think... If you can, I learned how to get in and get out, and I set my phone timer, and so I have five minutes, like kind of a five-minute warning when it's time's coming up, so that way I can either do one more set or do one more exercise, or I can know what I need to do. And, and like for my workouts, I try and type out on my phone the four or five exercises I want to make sure I definitely hit or whatever muscle group I'm working. Um... And that way I have those and I'm not, like, all over the place. And that way I'm mentally prepared. Um, when I do legs and I train legs by myself, it does take me a little bit longer because I have to set up and tear down yeah. all of the modifications. Yeah. So it will take a little bit longer on when I do legs by myself just because of the, what I, the mechanisms and what I have to do to get the machines even ready for me to use. But otherwise, I don't... I've found I don't need to spend hours and hours, and um, as long as I stay focused on the few things I want to work on, then I'm, you know, in and out and get home and try and be home as some, and, you know, I don't know, that's, I mean, it's just, again, I try and just prioritize everything throughout my entire day, even at work, I mean, I'm writing daily to-do lists, and what are my top five things I need to do today, and here's some more I need to do but if I can't get to it at least I can get to those five and I think I just knock out little goals and you know that's how I told my clients when they wanted to lose weight you know they set these big expectations and they don't hit it 
Well, if you set small expectations and you're going to hit it, then you're going to be excited to hit the next one and the next one. And so this is kind of how I look at life, you know, day to day. That's awesome. Uh, it's funny that just quickly that concept because when I was training people in the gym, in my studio, I'd have a lady come in and say, I want to lose 90 pounds. And I'd say, how about let's lose 20 pounds? <laughs> oh, I need to lose 90. So that, and, and we're going to work on 90. I said, but let's, let's lose 20. And when you get to 20, we're going to celebrate. You know, we'll have a party. We'll, I'll get you a trophy. And they're like, wow. <laughs> and you know what? But, but when they lose the 20 pounds and that yeah. happens, they're so pumped. Mm -hmm. And they say, okay, now we're going to lose another 20. So I, I don't know. I like that's a good approach. Yeah. That's what I did with, on Big and Little. Yeah. And then at the very end of Big and Little, I they didn't show it. But because when I trained mm -hmm. those people, they lost a lot of weight. Yeah. I had them lift up the dumbbell of the amount of weight that they, that lost, they lost. And they couldn't lift it. Yeah. And I'm like, you have that much weight on, you have that much fat on your body or whatever. You know, like, awesome. I like setting, you know, yeah. showing them, you know, the That's reward. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Randy, how about you? Any... Any tips or tricks to find balance with you know, I, work, business, family? It's really funny, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm 43 years old, but I know that's not old. Well, maybe it is old to somebody out there, but well, it's funny. So when I think about my life now and I think about when I was 20, there is no possible way I could do what I do now. Like, I had one job, no kids, you know, and I felt like I was so busy. <laughs> so today, when I re if I really think about everything I do, I think, how is this even possible? But for me, I've never, I never stop working. So I'm a pastor of a church, so my, my weekends are full. I'm working. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm working for my company, typically 6, you know, probably 6 a.m. to midnight every day. Dang. Seven days a week. I mean, it never Dang, stops. yeah. So I, have, I do work a lot. Um, I'm in control of that time, which helps. But I think the other thing, too, is um, for me is that I absolutely love pastoring and preaching. I love it. And I absolutely love supplements and the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. So I think what helps me is the fact that both things I have to do, even though it's a lot of time, is I love them. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit easier. You know, um, like with my company, I have not paid myself yet. I'm coming up on three years where I haven't wrote myself a check. And I'm doing that just to be smart. You know, I'm doing that to set up my company. Um, but I couldn't work a normal job I wasn't in love with for three years and say, hey, don't worry about yeah. paying me. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, don't think, I don't think most people you know, could do yeah, that. <laughs> you would burn out because it would feel yeah. like work. Where Even though this feels like work and sometimes you know I get tired and I get uh, stressed out, but... I think because my, it's my passion, it's I'm just I'm able to somehow do it. You know, I, I find the time. Sometimes I'm in the movies with my family, and I'm secretly like answering email questions on my phone. You know, I mean, I'm I'm always working. But I think that would be advice I would give out to someone that says I want to start a company, but how would I find the time? Create something that you're in love with. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a guy ask me actually, actually the other day in the gym. This guy asked me. He said, "I want to start a business, but I don't know what business to start. What? Well, give me some advice." And I said, well, 
you don't like do you have a passion for something you know and he's mm -hmm. like well I don't know I'll, I'll just I'm willing to do anything and I, was, and I just was telling him I was like I don't think you're on the right track you know because you could start a company that you don't you know believe in just because it's a business but you're gonna burn out you know I told him like I haven't been paid in three years so if I had just started a random company to start a company I don't know that I'd still be doing that <laughs> without a check yeah out, you know yeah um so i think for people that are out there that want to start something start something you love do mm -hmm. something you're passionate about you know it'll carry you through those times because you know the times i am tired that day is still full of a bunch of stuff that i love doing so I'm yeah gonna find the ability to do it yeah you know? yeah yeah the question i get a lot is um you know, because the podcast, it, it is geared more towards women for sure. But, I mean, competitors, anyone, I think there's a lot of topics that anyone can relate. And the question I get a lot is, you know, how do you balance work, a family, competing, fitness? And I think it's the same idea where if you're spending big chunks of time, you know, every week, every day doing things that you're not in love with, it's going to be hard to keep that up. Right. You know, you can probably do it for a little while. Right. But, yeah, you will get burnout. So it's like maybe reevaluate all the things that you're doing in your life and what are you truly passionate about. And if something is not, you know, lifting you up or something's not bringing joy to your life, you know, reevaluate. Right. Oh, it is it. And like, I have three kids. I take my, like, when I can, I take them to my booths with me. You know, like, mm -hmm. balance is just figuring mm -hmm. out how can I blend some yeah. things. Yeah. They're fun. They're fun when they're at the booth. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta blend them. You know, you have to figure out. You know, because there's sometimes I think, okay, well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna miss time with my kids, but I gotta do this booth. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll take my yeah. kids with me. And yeah. We'll have some fun. And obviously, my kids are in church with me, so you know, I try to figure out how can I make all of this work and balance it somehow together. Mm -hmm. you know? You met my one son, and I call him Papa Jack, the CEO. Yep. <laughs> but he like you know he he's very it. outgoing. Like when the when the diesel shows up with product, he's the first one running out the door. Like I get to help Dad, you know, stock the warehouse. Awesome. So, um, my other son, he's on Xbox 360. We're praying for him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for sitting down with me and um, Thank you for having where us. can where can people find find you guys, find Modern Body Labs? You wanna give out Instagram, Instagram's websites, I'll link it all, don't worry. We're on modern on Instagram, Modern Body Labs with a Z and that's it all together, Modern Body Labs. Mm -hmm. um, you can find us on modernbodylabs.com. Allie, Allie Q Dub on Insta. Allie Q Dub, that's my handle on everything, so it just makes it easy. Yeah. If you wanna follow me on Instagram, YouTube, I don't tweet, but I have a Twitter account. Very that nice. is where you will find me. And if you if you follow Allie, you can just click on her page. There's a link to Modern Body Labs. Perfect. So just always click on there through Allie's page, and it'll take you straight to our website. There you go. No, you guys are you guys are killing it, and it was great to chat with you today. And um, thanks for having me back. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys get some food if you need to before a photo shoot or get a little pump going. But 
This has been great, and that's it for this week's episode of Bikini Things. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss any episodes. Thank you guys for listening. That's it.